This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We are going to uh, just uh, take a detour a little and do uh, something on sport just to see how Africa is performing in the Olympics. We have been celebrating some successful, you know, uh, outcomes for ourselves here in the country, especially with Tatiana uh, Schoonmaker uh, uh, breaking that record. Uh, But yeah, we will uh, see uh, how other African uh, countries are doing. Uh, We know that uh, someone tested positive for banned substances. Uh, I've got Dikeledi Chabalala on the line, sports reporter, who is going to take us through. And if you've been watching the Olympics and you've got something to share, you know, uh, an interesting fact, an interesting observation, please dial in on 0861-987-000 this morning. Dikeledi, good morning and welcome to Power Talk. Good morning to you. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. And how are you? Uh, happy uh, Women's Month to you too. Thank you so much. I'm doing great. Can't complain. <laughs> oh, thank you. Digalady, give us a picture perhaps of you know how African teams generally have been performing before you get into uh, the finer details. Are we seeing any medals being picked up uh, beyond the ones that South Africa has? Not at all. So it seems South Africa are the only African country that is just representing at the Olympics. I mean, we're the only country, African country rather, in the top 50. Um, We are currently uh, 30th on the medals table. Mm. And it seems that we, South Africa, are just doing well. The other African countries are just missing out on those medals and qualifying for those finals. So that's what's um, happening at the current moment. And generally speaking, how many countries are we talking about that are participating? I mean, I know there are so many sporting codes that are there. Yeah, but I mean, uh, uh, roughly speaking, is the continent fairly represented at these games? Um, not really, but um, I mean, we don't have a lot of African countries participating. Um, we do have the likes of Kenya, the likes of Nigeria, but um, they are yet to win a medal, you know, um, in the whole competition. So, of course, uh, it's not helping when some of their p- players are testing positives for banned substances. Mm. Now, let's talk about that. Talk about banned substance. Kenyan 100-meter sprinter testing positive for banned substance. Uh, I know that there are, simply, there are samples that are taken from time to time amongst athletes. Mm. Uh, how did this come about? So, um, Marco Tino, which is a Kenyan uh, athlete, you know, he uh, specializes in the 100-meter race. He failed his drug test. I mean, the test was carried out at the Olympic Village. And um, he believes that he has knowledge of this violation. And he has also requested a reanalysis of his B urine sample. Um, I mean, he becomes now the second African sprinter to be suspended after Nigeria's blessing Okagbore. So um, uh, Marco Tini becomes the second person. Um, he's not budging in. Um, mm. The test was carried out on the 28th of July. So um, he was suspended for the 100-meter heat, and um, he couldn't participate. Is he contesting uh, the outcome of the tests and how, you know, I, I'm aware that at times athletes tend to be very unhappy as, as to how some of these tests are conducted. 
Yes, I mean, the fact that he's requesting a reanalysis, you know, of the sample, because he's saying that he knows nothing about this. So um, we are yet to find out. They haven't released any more information, more information rather, um, regarding if the reanalysis will actually take place. But now <laughs> the race must continue. Uh, you know, uh, we saw the 100-meter um, final take place. Um, this past weekend, where our very own Atani Sundini uh, missed out on a bronze medal mm. after he finished fourth. And he was the person to look out for, you know, um, because he broke, prior to the Olympics, he broke the African record and the South African record. Um, he set a new world record after um, running 9.86, but he only managed to finish in 9.93 seconds. And uh, we really thought we'd get a gold or if not, maybe a bronze medal. But Tigana, did tell us what happened in that race? It seems a lot of drama uh, took place as well. And people quite surprised that an Italian would win a 100 meter uh, sprint like uh, Italy. (laughs) Where did Italy come from? And I mean, I I didn't see it at the moment it happened because I was stuck somewhere. But I saw later. But I mean, what happened at that race uh, for us to have the outcome that we are sitting with now so when the race began we had already had one athlete being disqualified which is uh Hughes from great britain mm. and he couldn't participate because he was disqualified you know just by starting early when uh, the gun went off and then they had to restart and um the Italian athlete, no one talked about him. No one knew much about who he was. <laughs> no I one saw him coming. <laughs> no one saw him at all. And even when you were watching the race, all eyes were literally going to Akanisumbini. The South African athlete is the one to beat, you know. And um, it seems when the race actually started, Akani was um, in the top three. And then it just, he slowed down and um, he missed out. Uh, on a medal, you know. Um, I don't know what happened. I mean, if Akane has the quality to run a 9.86 and here you are running out 9.93, then it wasn't a good race for him at all because those guys were very fast, very, very quick. I mean, I I, I didn't catch the name. You'll forgive me, Tigeledi. Maybe you might know it. I know there was another South African athlete who was quite disappointed at himself, asked by the media how he feels. He said, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I came here to, you know, uh, get a medal and I didn't perform well. Uh, uh, Do you you, you know any... uh, Do you know that story or you might have uh, not uh, heard of it, uh, Tigeledi? I heard about it, but it's just you know with the olympics there is so much going on and um the thing is you sometimes literally need to look at the schedule yeah. uh, what to look out for and then there's just so much going on then there's a south african athlete taking you know there's just so much going on and it's very hard to keep up Absolutely. so apologies for because no. i don't want to talk about that yeah story, yeah no, I I, I, I'll, the, try, I'll try to remember the, the name but yeah the, the, the guy was so heartbroken hey uh, i just heard his voice i'm like i'm, I'm like yo it's it's serious this thing but uh, tatiana getting a call from uh, the president and accolades yes. continue to uh, come in for her even see Akolisi having some uh, you know uh, kind words towards her Tatiana is having a very, very successful Olympic campaign. I mean, um, she could have had two gold medals, but we'll take the other silver, 
because mm. she got the silver first in the 100-meter breaststroke, you know. And when she qualified, she set a new world record. She broke uh, Lily King's record. And then um, also, just to break another record, to get a gold also in the 200-meter breaststroke. And, mm. um, you know, so far, two medals from one person, which is Tatiana Spoonmarker. But we do have three medals. Um, the one comes from Bianca Beisendach. Um, also, so we currently have three medals uh, from South Africa. But something to really look forward to is uh, Wade Fanikar. We do know that he's the reigning 400 meter Olympic champion and the world record holder when it comes to the 400 meters. So he's through to the semifinals. Um, he finished top three, he finished third in his heat, and the semifinals are taking place this afternoon. So hopefully he'll be able to uh, continue his run and make it through to the final and get us another medal. Absolutely. What other teams are we looking out for, uh, D in the Olympics, especially from the South African point of view? So we are not doing really well when it comes to um, the Olympics because if you look at our rugby sevens team, we managed to finish fifth after beating the USA. And our under-23 team also didn't even collect any points, you know, Mm. and and they made their way back home as well. Our men's hockey team, though, um, as much as they didn't go through to the next round, but the fact that in their last two group games, we beat Germany 4-3 and were able to draw 4-0 with Canada. And the good news is we have now cracked into the top 10 um, in the world rankings with regards to men's hockey. So there's there's hope there. But um, water polo team, it's not really looking great at all. They have been losing very badly in all their matches. So, yeah, it's not looking great at all. But uh, we're taking it one day at a time, I guess. And also, just I need to mention that um, something that actually happened is we had our youngest team member, Team SA member, Boipilo Awa. Um, she was supposed to take part in the surfing, but she didn't even get a chance. She's only 15 years old, and um, she's so depressed. She's not even talking to anyone. Oh, Actually, goodness. spoke to his father, and he injured herself during practice. Mm. So she didn't even get a chance to participate in any of the um, Olympics races. So she's back now at home in South Africa, injured. She has been ordered to rest for six weeks, and she was our youngest. We were looking forward to seeing her do what she does best, but uh, unfortunately things happen, and she's back home now. Tigeledi, please stay on the line for me. People of power, if you want to chat about you know uh, what's happening at the Olympics, your observations, any interesting uh, stories that you have picked up, Please dial in on 0861-987-000 here this morning. Or if there's any other, other sport issue uh, that you have picked up over the weekend, I know that the Formula One fans uh, <laughs> uh, were screaming their lungs out yesterday. But let's take a short break and come back and conclude this conversation. Tweet Lukona at Lukona Mguni and hashtag Power Talk. Indeed, do that as we carry on this morning uh, with our conversation, looking at how the you know African teams have performed at the Olympics, but also just sport generally. Uh, Dikeledi, you touched on something uh, you know uh, uh, just before that short break around questions of mental health. Seems as if athletes and sports uh, figures generally are becoming much more vocal about their mm-hmm. plight and dealing with uh, mental health, and actually uh, forcing some of them to abandon. On mission, we saw that uh, even with uh, Simone in the U.
U.S. Yes, 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 definitely. I mean, uh, Simone Biles, um, she had to withdraw, uh, you know, from from the Olympics. And um, a lot of people didn't take it really well because Mm. um, she is one of the greatest gymnasts, you know. And she's just a marvel to watch as well. You just feel robbed when she's not there, absolutely. (laughs) But she has to look after herself, I guess. She does, indeed. And you saw the likes of Naomi Osaka being bashed as well because she um, got booted out of the tournament very early, you know, and she's had a tough with the media. And that's why she didn't even get to participate in the last two Grand Slams, uh, which was the French Open mm. and Wimbledon also. So um, uh, Simone Biles, um, she had to withdraw from the event final Um uh, but she didn't participate. And um, it seems a lot is going on with in terms of we don't seem to understand um, how important one's mental health is. And because we are so, we, our priority as countries, different countries, especially when you have athletes representing us, all we want is just results, results, results. But if things don't go the way they're supposed to be going, we're not in support of our athletes and, and they get depressed. I mean, Naomi Osaka had to come out and say that she suffered from depression and that's why she had to take a break, mm. you know. Mm. And uh, Simone Biles is also going through the same thing as well. But there are people who are rooting for her who are like, we've got you. Because we need to also bear in mind that these athletes have prepared so long for tournaments of this magnitude. Absolutely. And if they don't get the opportunity to perform due to injury or any mental health that they go through, it also affects them mentally as well. Are we getting the sense that these sport federations, the organizing committees, uh, are actually very quite sympathetic to athletes on this, supportive? Is there enough of uh, you know support mechanisms for athletes uh, to try and cope? Uh, that is being uh, you know assistance that is being availed by the various sport bodies, federations, and organizing committees. I think there wasn't much support from the organizations, but now that they're realizing that mental health is an issue, a very serious issue to athletes, and which can actually, um, you know, have an impact in their performance, even when they have recovered. So only now they're taking a stand and trying to come up with plans that can help athletes to deal with mental issues or anything that they're going through, you know. But now the backlash comes from us supporters. Mm. You know, and um, it, it really does add, um, you know, to the athlete's stress. But um, if organizations have the athletes back, which they are, they do have, because they know what the athletes are capable of. So if our athletes are mentally okay and, you know, they, they, their mental, um, their wellness is looked after, then they're able to perform and represent certain countries and do well. Yeah. Okay, let's go to that line. To get ready, please stay on the line for me. I've got uh, Little Honolo. Good morning and welcome to Power Talk. Bafo. How's it? Mamela, you know, I wanted to ask uh, our CDK lady. Yeah. Uh, she just reminded me of Luvo Mayongo. If you remember, we had a long jump uh, champion some time back mm. who has just fallen on, 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 on you know, uh, difficult times. And I think it's the issue of that mental... Uh, issue that is not being yeah, looked at. Yeah. How, you know, however, it, it's not easy that somebody can win silver and then eight years down the line we've forgotten about him. Sure, and, so and, it, and Honolulu, you're raising, I mean, this story, I remember there was, I think it was the Mail and Guardian, they did a 
Yeah, long, exactly. beautiful spread, but about such a him. painful, such a painful Exactly. Story. That mm. after he lost his mother, things just fell apart. Mm. But my my major call now is, if you look at us as South Africans and, and, and our athletes there, do we think that their failure has got to do with our short-term planning or as a country that we, we're doing things for now? I mean, economically, we can see that and, and, and otherwise. Mm. Do other countries plan further than we do? Because if you, if you remember Penny Haynes um, in, in 1996, we remember her winning. Yeah. But what did we do after her winning? And where is she now in terms of playing a role um, in the sport you know? uh, circles? Thank you so much, Little Honolo, uh, for that point. Uh, Mukhumuzi, good morning. Uh, good morning. Um, I am so sad to hear that Bipilo didn't make it. I know her as a youngster of nine years old mm. in Kimberley. She's quite a skateboarding champion. Mm. And it's so sad to hear that she's out. I would love to just send my appreciation out to her. And also this being Women's Month, can we show this young woman some love? Mm. Um, and if I were to just then go into the issue of how do we support our sports personalities, mm. the whole structure of our sports needs to change. We mm. need to start playing to our strengths as a nation. There are many categories in Olympics where we could be participating and be winning medals, but we're not. We're not searching for talent. We're not supporting talent, mm. be it at school and anywhere else. So there's a total overhaul of our sports so that our children and our stars can properly develop careers beyond the medals. Absolutely. And again, just for we below, she remains a champion. And I, I really would love that we all just send her congratulations. She is sad as she's going through her own emotional depression because of not being able to stand on stage and show her talent. But mm. let's show her appreciation because she is a star. Uh, thank you so much for that. I mean, knowing her all the way from nine years old, Mukhumuzi, thank you for that story on 0861-987-000. That's the dial for you this morning. Tigeledi, when you are hearing that, uh, you're taking us back to Luvo Mayongo's story that like mm, so mm. many years ago and... Yeah, and you know, so many people tried to come on board and made all sorts of promises as to how uh, they would assist. Do we know what happened there? How that story ended? Um, so Luvo Mayonga was banned, um, I think, for four years mm. um, because he failed to pitch up for um, three drug tests. And if you do that within a 12 month, mm. then um, you do receive a four-year ban. And um, he actually broke his silence recently, you know, apologizing to his fans. Um, he even tweeted that um, he wants to take this opportunity to apologize to his family, his followers, and that he's... On the proce- in the process of working on himself mm-hmm. and fixing his most inner um, demons. So, um, and I think we also need to bear in mind that um, we are living in different times. It is COVID. Yeah. And our athletes have really taken a toll in terms of just trying to prepare for different events during this time because they've had to be creative. Things mm. are done differently now. Mm. They need to train virtually, you know. Yeah. Um, and even the qualifiers were quite staggered up for some people and, and, and not yes. even in the country in some instances. You had to go very far to get an opportunity to qualify. Yes. And um, so they, they've been through a lot. And um, talking to some of the athletes also who are at the Olympics uh, and their coaches, they were saying that it's not things are not the same. And um, of course, um, because, you know, when you ask them, um, what goals did you set, you know, prior to uh, going to the Olympics? And mm. they're like, you know what, we're just taking things slowly because 
we're not even sure that I can set my personal best and be able to achieve it mm. because I haven't trained the way that I'm used to training. Um, I haven't met my coach. We've been doing, we've been training virtually, or they sent me a training schedule. So we also need to keep that in mind and that they're also prone to injury as well because they haven't had enough game time mm. to be able to prepare for events of this magnitude. Absolutely. Mukhumot is saying that we need to show some love there to Waipilo uh, given what uh, she's going through and uh, uh, needing uh, calling for an overhaul on the support structures, you know, for sport champions. I saw Minister Mbalula sort of tweeting from the grave as Minister of, uh, of, of his grave as Minister of Sport saying that he supported athletes, especially those who went to the Olympics, but it seems as if Tigaledi, the obsession is to uh, obsess after they've won the medal and incentivize mm. the medal rather than uh, give support to the structures. Mm, mm, that's true. All we want is just we want them to yield results, but we don't really care about um, their preparation prior to that. You don't take that into consideration because. Mm. I mean, if Akane Simbini can break an African and a South African record and set a new world record, then we definitely expect a gold medal from him, you know, but not taking into consideration um, all that. And how do you incentivize him when he comes back without a medal, but he has still had that, you know, uh, putting the nation on the map still in the Games? True. I mean, to be able to finish fourth at the Olympics, that's an achievement on its own. To be able to qualify for the finals, that's an achievement on its own. And we seem to forget that. Mm, that mm. Um, the fact that they made it in the Team SA team and they, at Tokyo at the Olympics representing South Africa makes them winners at the end of the day. Tigaledi Neo is asking, what happened to Anaso Jobotwana? Hey, yeah, now when it comes to our South African athletes, it's, 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 it's yeah, they, they're just going through the most. But um, with regards to Anato, I, I haven't heard much from, from him, but um, the last update we actually got was around um, May, you know, mm. and um, it, it's, hey, yeah. Do you know really what was, what was happening then? The father, pardon? Do we know what was happening then when the update came in May? Um, it had to do with his father, you know. So I, I don't really want to speculate. Mm. Um, I, I, I just don't. I don't want to say much because I didn't really follow through the story. Yeah. But uh, that was the last update that we had with regards to his father, and um, you know, just going into new businesses that had nothing to do with him. So I think, you know, just to, that's what happens. If, 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 if an athlete is quiet, we end up focusing on their family. Yeah. But these athletes are going through the most. I mean, Luva has been quiet for, for long, and he only came out now, you know, and broke his silence now recently. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. Tigeledi, thank you so much for making time for us this morning here on Power Talk, taking us through some of the developments in the sporting world, especially at the Olympics. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. That's Tigeledi Chabalala, sports reporter, uh, bringing us all things sport and all as we carry on this morning with Power Talk. Well, uh, we are going to uh, change gears after after the news and we are going to bring you our first power women conversation and we will bring you this rolling power women conversations this month of august here on power talk first up at 11 o'clock will be charlotte lobe she's the acting chief operations officer at the department of international relations and cooperation but for now 
You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.